Hey guys, I'm Chantel. And I'm Chris. And this is Forgotten Fridays. Hey, Tube Addicts, and welcome back to Forgotten Fridays. Chris, how was your vacation? My vacation was pretty good. It was really awesome to learn new things from the young lad, Jason. Uh, he showed me all about the Tic Tac. Yes, yes. What's your user on TikTok? TikTok. Oh, yeah. Um, it is <laughs> Sir Dende Long for my main, and then Sir Dende Long 8 for my backup. I'll probably end up just dropping the backup because it'll become too much. You know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> uh, what kind of content are you going to be putting on there? Uh, so I'll mainly be doing like gaming montages, uh, just things from either stream or things I just capture. And I may try some anime edits or even some funny skits. You know what I'm saying? Hilarious stuff. Yes, yes. Well, I hate to dim the mood on that, but I have a fucked off case for us today. It's not a missing person case or unsolved. It's actually a tale of survival for a young girl that faced a despicable Texas serial killer. This is the case of Crystal Searles. It was December 31st, 1999. For most people, they were celebrating the new year and or worried the new millennium would bring the end of the world. Crystal Searles was 10 years old at the time. Her family described her as outgoing and kind, and her little sister added maybe even a little bossy. Crystal and her sister, Marque, Mark, it's M-A-R-Q-U-E, we'll just call her M, Yeah. <laughs> arrived at their close friend's home to spend the night. The sisters argued, and Crystal insisted that M sleep alone in the spare room, leaving Katie Harris, who was 13, and Crystal the bunk beds to themselves. Her sister was younger than her. Crystal was 10 and her sister was seven. So, of course, she wanted to be a big girl since Katie was 13. We've all been there. We have. This is it's starting off to be a very um, just familiar tale. Mm -hmm. Just like siblings. I understand that all too well. Yep. We both had younger siblings wanting to tag along. And you got to be bossy because they're like, you know. They don't know what they want yet, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're in the way. <laughs> um, her sister, M even recalled lying in bed fuming that her sister had banished her to the single room so that she could enjoy a sleepover alone with her best friend, Katie. She had no idea how truly lucky she was to not be in the room with the other girls that night. As those in the Harris home slept, ex-convict Tommy Lynn Sells broke into the property. Now let's talk about this raggedy piece of shit for a sec. 35-year-old Tommy Lynn Sells had already spent time in prison and committed a variety of crimes from petty theft and drugs to rape and assault. Sells had a troubled childhood and worked a number of transitory jobs in his late teens and early 20s, including working at a carnival in 1985. At this time, a young mother and her son, Andrew Warning Guys, uh, were bludgeoned to death in their home following a visit to the Taney or Taney County Fair. One theory is that Sells was behind their murders, having encountered the pair at the carnival. With similarities to Tommy's later crimes, it is possible that he is responsible for the crime, but the case remains open and the family continues to seek justice for Willie and uh, Ina. I think it was Ina. I, I didn't catch it. Did it state how old he was? uh at this time tommy yeah um i think this was in his early 20s late teens 
Okay, he is a truly sick, implicit Scoundrel. individual. I, I can't... What? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, At a state fair, what makes you say, hey, let's commit a violent act? On- and not just on one person, but a mother and her child. I'm gonna, I'll hold my tongue until the end. <laughs> it's believed that Sells began killing as young as 15 when he murdered a man whose home he had broken into. It's thought that Sells killed women and children too, although many crimes believed to have been committed by him remain legally unsolved. During a period of incarceration for theft in 1990, Sells was diagnosed with multiple personality disorders and substance abuse disorder, including dependence on alcohol, opioids, amphetamines, and more. Sells also suffered from major depressive disorder, psychosis, and bipolar disorder. He was a deeply troubled and extremely dangerous man. In the beautiful year of 1992, a shout out. Oh, my Lord. Around seven years before he entered the Harris home, Sells found himself homeless and standing beneath a viaduct holding a sign saying, we'll work for food. A sympathetic young woman pulled over and offered Sells a meal and drove him to her home. The ni- Which, first of all, guys, come on. We do not pick up creepy men. We do not drive them to our, their home, our homes. We don't drive them anywhere. You don't pick up anyone. I don't care if you see a pregnant woman standing on the side of the road. You don't pick them up because people do messed up stuff. So stay safe and stay alive. Yeah. I don't understand why you'd put yourself in that predicament. Like male or female. Male, I mean, I know people like to say that men are strong and we should be able to take. No, 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 no. Nope. I'm not picking up anyone. I'm not giving them any type of power like that. Like that is. Nope. Especially because that takes trust. I don't trust you. No. I don't trust new people. No new anyone. friends. No, 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 no. And no, I'm not victim shaming, but come on. Yeah. S- stay safe, people. The 19-year-old asked Sells to wait outside as she prepared something for him. But he entered, took a knife from her kitchen, and proceeded to trap her in her bedroom. Heroically, she fought back with anything she could grab, including a ceramic duck. Sells raped the young woman, stabbed her 18 times, and bludgeoned her with a stool. Sells was charged with the attack, but secured a plea deal and went on to serve only five fucking years for murdering someone. I hate our country. I'm not going to say I hate our country. I just hate what our country is. Does that make sense? That is ridiculous. Rape, torture, kill, five years. That's like three crimes in one. That is... That's assault. We got murder. We got rape. These five are, years. Five years is bullshit. You can get more for selling a bag of marijuana. Literally. For selling drugs, you can get more. There are people sitting in prison for life for a bag of marijuana. But somebody's daughter was raped and murdered, and this guy got five years. I feel like the person, the judge, should be put in jail. He should you be. were negligent to everyone License else taken. that came after him or came after this girl. What kind of plea deal do you get? Like, that doesn't add up to me. There's yeah, no what the fuck info that, did he have that we needed? There's nothing that equates to her life. Another thing, he is a homeless man at this time, so I don't understand what, val- what more value his life holds than hers. Yeah, 
It's ridiculous. That pissed me off. I know off. that that does sound kind of fucked up that a homeless man. But yeah, I'm just no, saying, I get what you mean. You know a homeless I mean? person yeah. deserves. They're a person. They deserve respect and appreciation as a person. But this guy is a menace. He's he's homeless because he's a menace. Like and and I get what you're saying. Like he's he killed people previously to this. I am. I'm kind of like trying to piece together how he is still even on the streets. This. This just goes to show, like, you don't know what a person has done. Like, you could right. be standing next to a murderer. Well, back in those times, I am glad we live in today's time period. I mean, saying. honestly, sadly, though, think still. of how many cases are unsolved and those people still. just got away with it. On on Friday's episode, I was just talking about that. Um, Megan Curl, 21 years unsolved, and they had her body. They left her on the bed burning, and they have her body, and... 21 years, the, her friend even saw the man, like saw his face and 21 years unsolved. Oh, we got to get better. So from 1979 to 1999, Tommy Lynn Sells is linked to the disappearance and murder of a number of people, many of whom are children. So on the night of New Year's Eve, Katie and Crystal had an awesome sleepover, a regular night spent like any other preteen girl at approximately 3.50 a.m., and guys, trigger warning, this is going to involve child murder. At approximately 3.50 a.m., their lives were changed forever when a cold-blooded killer broke into the home and proceeded to Katie and Crystal's room. Katie fought back against her attacker, and Crystal awoke to see a tall, shadow-like man struggling with her screaming friend. Despite her fight, Katie was stabbed 16 times as Crystal watched in horror. Sells had not noticed the second child sleeping on the top bunk. The attacker began moving around the room, and Crystal remained as still as she could, hoping to remain unseen. Just as he was about to leave the room, the man's eyes met Crystal's, and he became aware of her for the first time. Sells grabbed Crystal and attempted to slash her throat, but she held her hands around it protectively. Move your hands, he hissed at her, and Crystal automatically obeyed. The killer slit her throat. Although in pain, bleeding, and petrified, Crystal knew that her best chance of survival was to play dead. She slumped forward and lay perfectly still on the floor. In her own words from medium.com, I just remember laying there and the light turning off and I heard the door shut. And so I got on my hands and knees and I was crawling across the floor in the bedroom. And I came across Katie on the floor. She was kind of making a gasping noise or maybe she was choking. But then I was trying to comfort her. I laid next to her, rubbing her back, and that's when I realized I couldn't talk because all I wanted to say was everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. But I couldn't. And then I mean, as soon as she stopped making those noises, I had this feeling, you know, get out of here, get up, come on, go. Don't lay here, go. And if that doesn't bring a tear to your eyes, like I don't know, what to, I literally have the chills. This baby not only was gruesomely attacked and, and Chris is holding his throat right now. So, you know, like, I don't think it's lost on any of us how gruesome of an attack that is. But to then also see your friend be killed and to have to face the reality at 10 years old that your friend was just murdered. What? That is like... What world do we live in to where 
they were just having a normal sleepover. This is a normal day, you know, like you don't think that your life can, especially as an innocent, these are innocents. These are our future. They will go on to carry the torch, you know, I mean, like, we would hope they can go on unless, and this just shows you like, there is a true enemy in this world. Like there yes. is something an opposing force, not even a devil. It's just the sick and wicked. Yes, something that we can all stand against and be like, hey. I mean, he didn't even want to rape them. Like, it wasn't even sexually driven. He genuinely just wanted to murder these little girls. Broken for what? Broken for what? Literally just to murder these babies. Like, that is another... It is horrible that men are disgusting and and force themselves on women for sex. But at at least with that, that is a motive. There's no motive here. He genuinely just wanted to take these children's lives in a gruesome way. But in rape, that's still Oh, it's sick. still despicable. It's still oh, still, dis- still despicable. These I'm are not taking all anything sick from people. That. If you yes. cause harm to anyone or have an urge to cause harm to people, you're just sick person. But it's almost scarier. I, it's I, Chris, I'm with you. You know that. Rape, no. But horrible, bad. But it's almost scarier that there are people that just kill just to kill that you could just be walking down the street and someone just kill you for no reason. They don't even want to rape you or anything. They just want to kill you in a horrible way. And then it to be kids. This guy is just, I mean, this is depraved. You know what I mean? Like to just get enjoyment and satisfaction out of murdering a child. I can't, I can't understand that. I cause harm to a child. I, I can't understand it. Guys, we went to Slitterbond last weekend and I see my nephew being walked away by a woman across the pool. Luckily, it was an attendant. It was so terrifying. And all I could think was just he, of grabbing my nephew and holding him so tight out of fear that something happened to him. And to be honest, if it was any kid, I would probably feel that way. So I don't get how people hurt children. He's so sweet. They're all so sweet. Children can be like they can be little monsters they can and their hard work and all that stuff but they're they don't have that uh it's just because they don't have that like this is wrong this is right like it's not a clear-cut definition on things like that and that's why when i hear things about like kids murdering people it always strikes me like well i mean did those are the ones that just i i don't know how to feel about Mm because like does this child know that this is wrong or it's still wrong but it's like some of them, they genuinely seem like, so to take an innocence, to try to hurt an innocence, this man deserved to be, he deserved to be stopped when he did it the first time. When oh he, yeah. When he killed, cause oh, that yeah. was, that happened too. Yeah. When that's he, on that. Ju- I hope that judge lives with that. Broke into the old man's home. Like he's been, a and I'm talking about life. the carnival instance. If that yes. was really him, which I do believe it is because this, that would have meant he had no motive. And that would have probably been his first one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. There because be it more. said as far back as he was 15. And at the carnival, he was in his late teens, early 20s. So really, he, it was, he was doing it back when he was 15. And the weirdest part to all this is that this is a child who the, the story starts with him coming from a broken home or like, you know, a dysfunctional place of living. How did this child because i mean my my place of living like you know like we didn't come from the most perfect of homes but i have never 
wanted anyone to go through anything I went right. through or put someone through that. How how could he how did he get here? He's evil. And that sadly there's so many of them, wolves in sheep's clothing, pretty much just walking around every day. I mean, look at how many, I hate to say this, and this is no shot at religion at all. I'm just saying it's a good example. Look at how many priests were doing that to children, hurting children and, and pretending to be leaders of God and things like that. There's so many wolves in sheep's clothing. Watch your children. Teach your children the signs. Stop being scared to talk about things with your children that your children need to know yes. so that they can see the signs. Now, obviously, in this case, there's nothing they could see. He broke in and he just he just murdered them. So, well, attempted with her in her case, but murdered poor Katie. And so there's nothing you could have did in this situation. But when it comes to stranger danger, we need to be so, especially now that trafficking is bad um, and, and people are wearing masks now, you can't really always see somebody. So, well, for the most part, people, are, you know, but just be safe, people. Teach your kids the signs, teach them what to look for. But I want to continue on because this little girl is a badass. As quickly as she could, Crystal stood and ran to her sister M's room. With her throat cut, Crystal couldn't speak or scream, and she tried to wake her little sister. M couldn't be woken up, and Crystal's fear grew that the killer had slain the whole family. Crystal was determined to bring help. Holding her bleeding neck completely barefoot, Crystal began a quarter-mile walk to the nearest neighbor. Banging on the doors, Crystal managed to raise the alarm and wrote notes to the neighbors to tell them that the Harris family needed help. Crystal also wrote notes telling the police to hurry and heartbreakingly to ask if she would live. Despite having a sliced trachea, Crystal was stabilized in the hospital. That's how young this baby was. Will I live? Am I going to die? At 10. I, because there is a bash of religion I can have for just like, people who practice religion but then when i hear things like this this is a miracle this is something to where i mean humans we can't we can't explain things like this when they happen other than you know like this is just a force you know but this is a miracle and the fact it kind of like there are these instances where things happen and it's like they happen so that this man can be stopped you know what i mean mm -hmm. like this girl is able to continue to live so that this man can be stopped because I, I hope that's where the story's gone, and I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Let's see. From her hospital bed, Crystal worked with the police and sketch artists and investigators. Within a couple of days, police had cells in custody. Crystal went on to testify in the trial and insisted that Tommy Lynn Sells was present, despite his request to be excused. The young girl described the event for the jury in detail, telling them what she saw happen to her best friend. From that same article, she said, he had his hand over Katie's mouth. She was struggling. She told me with her eyes to stay there and not move. And so I didn't. He took the knife and slit her throat and she just fell. What a brave child. Again, him to be 10 years old. I'm going to tell my fucking story and you're going to sit your bitch ass there and you're going to fucking listen. And I'm going to tell all these people how disgusting you are and that you murdered my friend, you piece of shit. Did the sister live? Oh, nothing happened to the sister. He only, he only hurt them. 
She just thought that she couldn't wake her up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the parents. Nothing. Just the little girls. Well, you know, the those two little girls. Wow. But again, I want kudos for this little girl because what a fucking badass. 100%. And I want to just raise the fact that, yes, I did say this. This is miraculous. It is. This is a person who felt like they could just continue to get away with this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They have. They have. Probably thought he'd get away with this one. Like, you feel so untouchable that you could break into someone's house and then murder. Mm -hmm. Take lives. Just like you have before, just like you did at 15, and this time it just, but it didn't have to get here. It no. didn't have to get here. No. They clearly had that you took a life. Yeah, many times before. But it did. It's that, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm that we never blame, but that one judge deserves his ass whooped for all these people that lived with the, the consequences of him putting that man in jail for five fucking years when he should have been put in jail for his life. Yes, and then- you you diagnose that he has mental instability. You diagnose that, but you put him back on the street, right? Instead of I don't know, maybe sending him to like a mental institution. We always push in every case that we have ever done. We see the mental problems, these things that the older generations they just did not talk about. It's like, oh yeah, we know that that exists. We know you have this problem, but. Let's just bury that under the rug. You're a normal person. You can go back out into society. No, you are a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And you are a piece of shit because you are broken. You're not dealing with something or, you know, you're leaving something damaged that you need help with. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with needing help or getting help. It's when you choose to be your disgusting, despicable self and give in to these urges of hurting people. That's what the problem is. If you have multiple personality disorder, that does not make you a bad person. Mm -hmm. If you are going and getting whatever treatment you need, whether it doesn't even have to be medicine, just talking to someone and making sure that you're doing what you need to do to stay healthy. You have depression. There's nothing wrong with that. You have bipolar disorder. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you have all these disorders and you choose to go and hurt people because of them, you are now at fault. You don't get the excuse of being sick because there are plenty of people living with their demons and not killing people and damn sure not killing little girls. Exactly. He's despicable. I really, really hate him. Like dead ass. Like as far as the one who've gone over, this is probably the worst just because. And it's our first Texas serial killer, by the way. I I hate to. It really sucks. It does. I, I will, I'm not going to lie. I was so excited because I'm like, yes, we have a serial killer. True crime lovers know like, oh, this is a big deal. But it's like I'm cheering for because of the fact that someone murdered so many people. You know, it's almost sickening. It, it's it's uh, it's such a double edged sword for sure. It, and you know what? We always bring up Bundy. But I feel like because if you think about it, they really he became like a pop star he did people women literally loved him he's not even that attractive he was not attractive at all i looked at it i know zach (laughs) efron played him but he is ugly why do i only picture zach now (laughs) exactly now zach efron is attractive i'm not gonna lie to you i see him also jupiter legacy just watch it zach efron look alike that's all i'm gonna say you'll see it and you'll be like wow but there is and it's true there is this like you can make a serial killer a pop star, even though they were taking lives. Yes. And and I mean, that's why they always say, like, 
we should say we should tell the victim instead of saying this is the Bundy case, we should be saying this is the victim's case and blah blah blah. Exactly. Blah, blah. And honestly, that is what I like to do with our titles. I always put it in the the victim's name so that it's their story because this fucking asshole doesn't even deserve to have his name spoke. He's yeah, gross. That kind of and he's definitely burning in hell if hell exists, that's for sure. Um, and let let me tell you why. So Tommy Lynn Sells, because of that beautiful little girl, Crystal, was found guilty and sentenced to death because this is Texas and we don't fucking play. Mm. During this time on death row, Sells confessed to many more crimes, including the murder of 10-year-old Joelle Harper, whose mother was fighting to free herself from prison after being convicted of the crime. A woman went to jail for her child's murder because of this fucking guy. I just want to be clear on that. She was freed in 2006. Sells also pleaded guilty in Bear County to strangling nine-year-old Mary Patrice Perez in 1999. On the 3rd of April, 2014, Tommy Lynn Sells was executed by lethal injection at the Texas State Penitentiary in Huntsville. The execution was attended by the Harris and Perez family and Crystal Searles herself. Two friends of Sells also attended, and he smiled faintly at them as he entered on his gurney. With the chaplain holding his ankle, Sells declined to make a statement, and the injection was given. Katie's father, Terry, said that the execution was way more gentle than he deserved, basically, but that it was a great day for the family of the victims. The way that he murdered them. Mm-hmm. In comparison to the lethal injection, I know the lethal injection actually, it may look a lot more humane, but that's just because they they can't emote the mm-hmm. pain, you know, like what I'm saying. So it's like that fine, it does hurt. That does hurt either way, but because they are stopping the heart, you know, and so, mm-hmm. but I could see how this dad could feel that. Right. Because you're looking at him literally just go to sleep peacefully. Right. That is... And knowing he deserves to die by the same way that what's his name died like in Hammy's Tale. He deserves to be beat to death by all of his victims. It is. I mean, he, he as far as, because there are some, our country has had some very, very interesting ways for people to be put to death. You know what I mean? Like gassing, uh, hanging, fire squad electric chair i mean i will say like i mean i feel like these are the situations where whether you have a difference on opinions on on the death penalty or not this person i think we all can agree he deserved to die period he He does not need to be on this earth (laughs) but i will say that i do see also letting them live with it. Right. And live get, in prison just letting forever. them rot yep. in there. And hopefully get beat up every single day in they prison. Because he was a child killer. A, a rapist? Mm-hmm. He raped and killed that other woman. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I wanna I, I just want to see different. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see change because there is no need for these old practices and times where I mean, okay, there's no technology. Why is it now we are still reading and talking about cases where they're going unsolved for 10 years plus? You know what I mean? Yeah. The bravery of this little girl is astonishing to face a serial killer, to fight to live the way she did. It is just incredible. 
I named this episode after her instead of the serial killer Tommy because this is her story. She deserves the attention, not his sorry, disgusting ass. I second that sentiment. And I just feel sad that a life was lost. That her, she had to see her friend die. Right, and live with that still. At least she got her justice, though. Yes. Because... If it wasn't for her testimony, he would have continued on. If it wasn't for her fighting to live, if it wasn't for her being brave, I don't even know if I could walk with my throat cut for what a mile was it? Um, half a mile. There, there are things that the hu- that humans and I don't want to. I don't want to push my. I don't ever push my beliefs, but I do believe in a god, and that's why it's like I can't explain that. That is something so miraculous that it's like, wow, she was able to do that. I can't imagine that I could, but if this if the situation was right, I could see that playing out or happening if it meant bringing down someone like this who thinks that they're so far above the law, so far above the law. And it, I have to say this, and I'm sorry, Chris, but that is exact this type of thing is what makes me in a way not so much believe that it's because of a higher power it makes me believe that it's because of her will to live because if you say that then you're saying that that higher power ignored all the people who were murdered and didn't make it and i can't I, believe that, is that, a problem that you I face know as well. it is something i face as well where it's like but then it's also like that man just like everyone else in this world had a choice mm-hmm and so his choice should not affect and this is something i battle with where it's like well god why'd you turn a blind eye and it's like but that man had his own choice he could have lived a a more righteous life i you know like we people go through similar situations and they become much better people yeah i definitely don't think like i'm not in the it's god's fault thing it's just and we won't get religion we won't get into religion but it's just for me i definitely feel like this is all on her she was a badass she was you know and not to say that anyone else isn't badass but i don't think i could have done that and there's no will in this world i mean how brave 10 years old Allie's 11. i can't fathom her going through something like that I don't want her to. I ever. Oh my God. You know, and it's like, I don't even, that's horrible that she, that this little girl had to experience this at 10 years old and that she'll have to live with it because I'm sure it still haunts her. I'm sure the PTSD from facing a serial killer, a murderer, just doesn't go away no matter how brave you are. You know what I mean? JC Dugard, um, all these people who end up surviving their attackers and things like that, they still live with it. And that's what's sad. All because this horrible Tommy. Ugh. And what? And isn't that just like a? Ugh, that's Tommy. another one of those names. I can't stand that Tommy, name. Tommy. Ugh. I knew a Tommy as a kid, and I did not like that guy. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I really didn't. Tommy, if you're out there, you know I'm talking to you. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> you know. So, um, honestly, when you look at t- terrible story when it comes to the things this man did, but when you look at it from her side, incredible story of bravery and strength overcoming. And yes. Like, and, and stopping powerful. a murderer that even a fucking judge couldn't stop. Cause his head was up his ass so fucking far. That guy, we hate you too. <laughs> we, I am done hearing Texas failing as far as, you know, like 
law goes like we need justice justice is a thing if you're not gonna allow a parent to go out you know like we could in the olden days just boom mm -hmm. he's done you know like i took vengeance type thing if, if we're putting it in a in a government's hands to take care of this to see that this is taken care of that you can't do things like that well then get it like mm -hmm. you know like handle and it. that's the whole thing about it i understand why we allow the government to step in because we can't just you know yeah, know be, someone's bad unjust. and we kill them right but the whole thing about it is when we have these blatant you are guilty but i'm only gonna give you five years for murdering someone what the fuck? so their life was only worth five years like, and you put this murderer back on the street like I have to honestly I have to know if this guy like I want to see his track record on people like he convicted and things like that because that just seems corrupt to me right like what the fuck five years five years that's some real that's some real bullshit and what I, I do want to see his track record actually because I want to see like what what other crimes he gave people like what what time sentences did you give leniency people for, other for things? And think, right like oh and even right and see if there wasn't even a divide or whatever yeah like like a robbery getting five years and it's like you, you, the robbery? murderer got five too crimes are crimes but some crimes i don't care what anyone says some crimes they carry they carry more weight they you do know? carry more weight someone who who is a thief isn't like somebody who is a murderer. I don't care what you say. A murderer compared to a thief? No, no, right. they they are not in the same boat. It's just baffling. I can't even believe that we even ended up here because of someone's negligence to do their job. And I feel like this isn't the first time in history this has happened. So exactly, and. and Hopefully it'll be the last. Like that's that's my hope. Like hopefully going forward we can get to a point where we have technology for a reason. Humanity advanced to, you know, technology for a reason so we could stop having things go underneath the rug. So we could stop having people remain ignorant. Yeah. But shout out to our girl for being a brave, strong soul. You are such a badass. If you ever hear this, Crystal, we think you're a badass. And my heart goes out to you for the loss of your friend and to Katie's family and all of these people that lost their lives to this sick, despicable person that is now rotting in hell. 100% he is. Crystal, you are my hero. Yes, you are my hero. You are a bad bitch. Just know. Mm. All period. But... I'm so glad you're back, Chris. I'm glad we got to tell this story, this case. I'm glad that we get to branch out a little and do something a little different, get some answers. That's always nice. I love the answers. I love the answers. I don't like the unsolved where I'm, I've stayed up at night. I'm not going to lie to you. I have stayed up at night where I'm just like in my thoughts and I'm like, man, but how'd it go? Like trying to play it out in my head, trying to come up. And sometimes I do want to call you afterwards <laughs> and just be like, Shan, so I have I have a few other theories. Like you know? I, I thought some things. Yes, I, I've had that too, especially after doing research. I'm always, every time I do research, I'm always like, that, that can't be it. And I'll look at so many articles and things like that that say the same things. And especially, I'm not going to lie, y'all, when I look for cases of people who are 
are of color or indigenous, those are the worst. Those are the worst. Like they don't even get articles wrote about them. And, and it's really sad and not to make this like a racing or anything, but it's just not there. The research is unfortunately, I still have, I have a million cases of white women and stuff and that's fucked up in itself. Nobody deserves to be hurt, but I could at least write something about it, you know? And there's enough to at least know what happened, but there's so many cases and men too. I'll be honest, men too. If it's a, if it's a man that goes missing, it's like an indigenous person. I'm sitting there trying to find at least two articles and I can't because for some reason, men, nobody cares when they go missing, like, and not to boohoo men because it's only to keep it. But like in the difference, there is a difference. Like they try to make us seem so different. Uh, me and Chris were talking about how um, we just want men and women to completely and 120% be treated equal. Right. It's so far. Like it's so, it seems so far of a, of a thought that it just, but I feel like we can get there. Like, I feel like our generation generations after us are getting into a place where things like this are going to become much less, especially if, again, mental health awareness is a thing we need yes. to hammer. Yes. Um, learn to express yourself, express your feelings. So many men are forced to have to be strong all the time. It's okay to learn to express to your wife that you don't feel strong today or that the weight of the world feels on your shoulders. It's okay to feel like that. You're a human. And please express that to someone so that you don't have to go out and kill somebody. Yes. That's something up. really messed up, really messed up for no reason. A life is valuable. Life is valuable. We only get one. We yep. only get one. Like this yep. is all we got. And these people had theirs taken away and they don't get another one. They don't get a reboot, no restart. And why? Because his parents, when he was 15 or whoever was in charge of him decided they weren't going to tell anybody that he was fucking weird. And they, they probably did some very messed up things to him. Probably. Phil, mm, uh, I'm not even going to continue on with that, but fuck Tommy. I hope he rots in hell. <laughs> there are better avenues, Tommy. There are better avenues. You could have became a, a famous painter, painted all your hurt. Right. Or something, but you didn't. You chose to be a piece of fucking ugly shit. So mm -hmm. enjoy the flames, bitch. But... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but guys that is all i have for today's episode of forgotten fridays make sure you catch me and d on tuesday's episode of two baddies we are recording tomorrow i promise yes please actually please i'm gonna shout out d and and shan on tuesday because of the fact that you know that is a fellow king you know what i mean he's a fellow king I like that he's walking. I like his. I like his. Uh, I like his stuff. You got a nice cut, G. <laughs> yes. Um, but that is that's really awesome. Um, and then if you want to catch me on a lighter note, again, the TikTok is in the beginning. Just go back to that. Actually, re-listen re to this because we need more awareness on things like this. And then if you want to catch me on stream, I know, I know, I said I was going to do it last week, the week before. But I went out. I went out to Houston this weekend. I was. I was doing. I was doing things. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Monday, Tuesday, Sardinia long on stream. Catch me on Twitch. 
Yes. And make sure you catch us on Tube Addicts Podcast on Instagram. You can always send your case suggestions, opinions, views, whatnot to tubeaddictspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and catch us next, not next week, catch us this Friday mm-hmm. on our regular scheduled Friday episode of Forgotten Fridays. Another thing, guys, shout us out. Like, just just get the exposure to this channel a little bit higher. Not Not just for us but also because there are things we talk about in this podcast this the cases so that they don't go forgotten guys if you enjoy this podcast if you enjoy the work my sister puts into it because she does she really pours her heart into these things so just you know shout us out make sure that the exposure for this goes up so that we can have more people being exposed to things that we talk about that not a lot of people talk about in the way that we do Right. And especially if you're in Texas or from Texas, this is where we live. So these cases and the attention being on them is important to us so that these people aren't on the streets waiting to hurt one of us or our children or something like that. So that's a big part of why I do it. I live in Texas now. I want my kids to be safe. So I want these people in these cases to be solved pretty much. This is no longer like they're no longer a need for neighborhood watches. We are now at a point where we can all share things so we can all kind of be one big neighborhood watch. Yes. You want to close out the show. (laughs) With that being said, guys, just make sure to catch us next week where we will be talking about another forgotten case that will not be forgotten. And catch Shandy on Tuesday. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.